Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Heart and Hustle podcast. I am Angelica Yard. And I'm Charisma O'Keefe, and we're here every Thursday talking to you about entrepreneurship, balance, creativity, and so much more. And we have a lot of great listeners, and so if you were looking to support us, you could do that by leaving a five-star review on Spotify, because Spotify now has reviews. Yay! Yay! Soundboard noises. Um, so if you do have a Spotify account that has already released that feature and you're listening to other podcasts, just slide on over to us. Leave us a review so that way other people can know about us because Spotify definitely incentivized larger podcasts prior to. And so the indie podcast needs your support. So if you are interested in letting people know about your favorite podcast, aka us, <laughs> slide, leave a review and let people know uh, why they should listen to the show because that is how other people find us and that is how we continue to do this. And then also... We are launching our very first Patreon, so you guys are able to support us there. There are so many things that we're going to be doing. We're doing another show. We're doing book club. We have journal prompts. We have all kinds of stuff. So if you go over to patreon.com backslash heart and hustle podcast, we'll have a link in the description. You're able to sign up and subscribe and see all the offerings there. But we're super, super stoked because we've been wanting to do more <laughs> and we just needed a revenue you know revenue and a, and a place to put all this stuff as well and patreon has an awesome platform where you can support um creators based on their offerings and what they have to offer and it's a great way to show your support so if you are interested in hearing more of us throughout your week getting more information leveling up bossing up head over to our patreon and subscribe and we will be able to give you all the things and love on you in the way in which we have been trying to over the past six years so that's exciting and of course, you can always support both of our individual shops at kismetandcharisma.com or studio slash 404.com. Um, and technically, they can also hire you if they need to level up on their business and need all the things done, which I, I've actually hired you and we're starting to work together for we something. Are, so I need or, more organization in my life. So, <laughs> And once I saw you in action um, with the, because, you know, you're a board member on my nonprofit and seeing you in action there, I was like, yep, needs to bring her in for the business because that is how I want my life to just be organized, the money flowing in. I'm just manifesting it for this year, like very organized and only spending time on the things I want to spend time on. That's how we're doing it in 2021. True. I don't know if you saw that. Like, I don't know if it's a TikTok or video of like, this is like girlies how we're girl bossing in 2022 with the doll driving the little car. There's like a little doll. No, send it to me. Driving a remote car. But it's like, this is how we're bossing. But the doll keeps falling down the stairs. But when she gets to the bottom of the stairs, she just flips over and continues driving. It's very funny. And I'm like, I mean, that sounds very very relatable for my life. Very accurate. I'm like, yup, whoop, that just is falling over, getting every back. Time we fall uh, over, it's a variant. We're like, every time there's a new variant, we gotta yes. fall a little bit, stumble, get our bearings together, get our mask back on, and then <laughs> boss back Yeah. Up. I've gotta say, like, I'm so proud of just the way that people have been like pivoting, people have been innovative, like, you know, people are just getting it done. I know we have no other choice, so <laughs> it is what it is, but it's like I still am like just very blown away with you know how people have been able to be creative during all of this and you know just continuing to share their creativity and that sort of thing amongst all of this chaos i'm just gonna say it's been a rough in. year because we've lost some greats we lost yes, and andre many. leon tally to yes. it last night i am mm-hmm. upset by the way like i know everybody was upset about betty white and all these other people 
That's great. This but this one Andre more Leon too, Talley is upsetting. He was so much younger too. Um, so I like, watched the gospel according to Andre this morning, just so he can his voice can fill my home because his voice is very soothing to me, and that's one of the things I like most about him is his diction and the way he speaks and the things he speaks about. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm probably gonna play that Anna Wintour Anna Wintour <laughs> documentary because he's in it a lot, even though she shaded the F-U-C-K out of him after he died. But I just want to hear his voice because he truly has some really good insights on just, and if you grew up with being a Vogue person in the night, which I did, like you grew up Mm -hmm. fashion, the style network and all that stuff, you were obsessed. (laughs) And so this is a lot. This is a loss for the the girls who were watching ANTM. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. It's like a huge monumental loss. And you know, to me, again, like, that's one that is just very, it's, like, very shocking mm-hmm. because he was quite young, really, like, when you think about it. Like, he was, what, 73, 74? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just not something that, like, you're expecting. Like, with Betty White, like, I think that, yes, it sucks, but, like, we were all expecting that. She's lived such a long life. Like, she's done all the things she wanted to do. And she was trying to go home to her man. Like, she already told us, like, I'm she's trying to She's been go living without her husband for a very long time. So she was And her ready. friends, like, her, all yeah, her colleagues. Yeah, her friends have already passed. So she was ready. And, like, they said the last thing she said was, you know, Alan, her, her husband's name. So it's like, she was ready to go, you know, be with him. So that was like, it's bittersweet, but it's like, you know, when you're a hundred years old, like you've lived a lot of life, but yeah, we've been losing some younger people and that's, and just all at once in great succession. I think it's been like a really rough time also for like millennials because it's people that were like, I mean, yes, these people are like older, but they're not like old. Nobody was going to wake like, up in the day and imagine that like Dandy Sander was no longer going to be with us. Yeah, Nobody planned that. Exactly. It was not on my vision board. Okay. <laughs> like it was yeah. not at all. <laughs> So it's just kind of like they could have taken Dave Coulier. I mean it with all my heart and sincerity. I don't understand why Dave Coulier is still with us. Take him, please. Oh goodness. (laughs) Take him out. Oh goodness. No, Alanis Morissette knows why. We know why. Fans of Alanis, we are so tired. You ought to know. (laughs) Actually, all right. Let's stop doing '90s puns. (laughs) Turning into the like the mini read. Um, but yes, yeah, so it's 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 been a, a month and it's what we're not even at the end of January, but everybody <laughs> always talks not. about how I looked up, I just looked at my phone like it was gonna tell me it was like way later, but it's only January 19th right now. Um, but yeah, it's just you know, it's a month. January is always a January is always a very long month. No offense to you, Capricorn people, yeah, but it's well, a long the, month. And the thing is, is like I feel like you know, I love Capricorn energy, obviously, I thrive in it because I'm a Capricorn, but I also feel like it's like kind of a time to like get things together and be accountable for things but it's also like it's winter so it's just like hard to be like like it's hard to be like I'm a boss ass bitch when it's the middle of winter for people like right here obviously it's beautiful where we are but I'm just thinking back to last year where I was like traumatized because there was no snow only ice and only proud boys running around like and nonsense so it's just like it's rough out there you know what i'm saying so you know if you're dealing with winter oh please go get you one of those lamps you know please get outside even if you have to walk in the snow or on the ice like please get outside please eat like a vegetable have some water like winter is rough and just you know like make yourself a little list of a few things to do every day to just kind of like help yourself get through the day check in with friends that's a big one do that this winter um and you know again beginning of the year it's a lot of times where we kind of uh do like audits so to speak on areas of our business get areas of our business together so today we're actually going to talk about budgeting um, because this is something that a lot of times people will go into business and really not make a plan for budgeting like they'll just be like 
I'm just going off vibes. We're just going to see what happens. <laughs> and that's only going to get you so far for so long. Um, so yeah, so we're going to kind of get into budgeting today is how to create a budget for your business. So first, what is a budget? Because I feel like a lot of people just hear that and they'll just say, like for me, when I was younger, I'd be like, well, I'm not good with numbers. So like, I'm not going to talk yeah. about that. Like, I just feel like I don't want to. budgeting with being poor and like poverty and that's yes, not the case yes. either. And like, I, (laughs) exactly, exactly. And like, my mom is like, not good with budgeting. Like, you know, we didn't grow up with a lot of money. Most of her generation is not. She's not. And (laughs) yeah, it's, it's not something we ever like talked about. Like, I didn't see, like, I did see her do, like, she had a checkbook. Right. So it's like, I knew that, but like, there wasn't a plan. It was just like, well, I'm spending money and I'm writing it down. So I know how much money I have left, but there was like no plan. So a budget is just basically a plan. There's not, you don't have to freak out. It's just a plan. And it just, you know, has the details of where you're going to spend your money, how you're going to probably spend it either like weekly, monthly, annually, that sort of thing. Normally monthly, because there's a lot of like monthly things that we spend on. And then there's a lot of like annual things we spend on. Um, So a lot of times you're just giving the money before it even comes in, you know where and how it's going to go back out. You're giving that dollar a job. That's the way that I think about it. So that way I'm not getting money and saying like, Oh girl, like, let me just go do whatever I want to do. It's like, no, I know I need to, you know, have my light bill paid and pay my rent and do this. And like, invest this back in my business and invest that back in my business. And then I'll have a certain amount of money that is just to like go do some fun stuff. But then I'm also going to have some money that's like for savings and retirement and things like that. So that's basically what a budget is, is just making a plan and knowing how much money do you have coming in? How much money do you have going out? It's nothing to be afraid of. Um, And a budget basically just helps you get an idea of like how you're going to spend, where you're going to spend, how much you're going to earn for that year. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we, we don't have like a paycheck where, you know, we say, Oh, well your salary is this. No, we don't necessarily do that as a business. Like if you are a business owner, entrepreneur, so you need to have some sort of game plan. Also, it's like, let's say you want more money than you've had last year, right? You want to create a budget so that you can have those revenue goals. Um, and it's just going to help you be able to plan your life out and plan for like larger expenses, emergencies, retirement, etc. Um, so let's get into how to create a budget. Absolutely. So first of all, how much money are you making? And I think this is very, this is People where... People do not know this. No. People do not know how much they're making. They, they don't really know don't. it or they think the income reports of the early aughts of the internet times, which hopefully oh, we're mostly those. past that, but... People were looking at other people do those and be like, oh, that's how much money you're making. That's so awesome. That's your income. Okay. You you have to know (laughs) what those numbers are, but also categorize them in the buckets they're in. And I will say, I think people are being a little bit smarter about that now. Um, But just having an an obtuse number being like, oh, well, I got five. This project was $5,000. Well, how much did you make? Because guess what? Your project was $5,000, but your credit card person, like your um, uh, merchant merchant account took fees. Uh, you probably have to save. Yep. You know what I mean? So you have to be able to at least put that in. Have an accounting system that generates reports. And that is how you know how much money you're making. And that will save you all the time in the world versus you trying to go into PayPal and add things up. Because PayPal's reporting is sketch AF. It's uh, not an accounting software. People need to stop utilizing it. Is If you think PayPal is an accounting software, well, girl, you know Venmo and Cash App are not. 
So what you need to do no. is get an accounting software and get your money together and start getting things put in. If you want to take payments via different areas, that's fine. But you need to put those in the payments and put them in an accounting software so all this money can be added up so you can know how much money you're making and being able to have an average understanding of how much money you're making per week, per month, per quarter, and per year. If you don't have that information, then you don't know how much money you're making. So you need to like... Pump the brakes on doing anything else. Don't buy any new equipment. Don't hire anybody. Don't do anything until you know how much money you're making, where you're getting this money from, and how many places are you collecting payments? Because that's another thing is that people are like, I'm an all-opportunity collector of payments. I'm so reliable and accessible, but you're not recording all those payments. And guess what? And you also don't need to be like, no, you know, <laughs> that's something that like, you know, when I, when I back in the day, like when I was a photographer, I really was like, people would be like, well, how can I pay? And I'd be like, however you like. And I would just scramble to have whatever like service they chose. And now I'm like, uh, I don't do that. Like, basically it's like, there's really just, especially if I'm selling candles in person, like there's like three ways to pay me and that's it. And if you can't do one of those, then, then like you don't I, need a candle. Like you don't go to Target and bring exactly, them money that's demand, in a currency that they don't utilize. And be like, can you take these? They're gonna be like, no. Like you use what you give us the dollar yep. bills in the United States or whatever other country give us whatever. But if you come in with some wild, like I can't come to Target and pay for things with plants. You know what I mean? Like stop. Yeah. If you can't- so it's like for me with with candles, I really only have okay. So it's like if you buy it on the website, it's gonna go through Shopify. Or it's going to go through PayPal if you decide to go that route. All the other credit cards, it goes through Shopify. So Shopify, it automatically deposits into my account every so often. So I don't have to really worry about that. With the PayPal, I need to go into PayPal and get it. And because I've had issues with somebody trying to take $10,000 out of my regular bank account through PayPal, I don't trust PayPal to be hooked up to my main account. So it's so ridiculous, but I have to go to PayPal take it out of PayPal, move it into an account that I don't use. And then from that checking account, move it into my regular checking account that I actually use. Cause I don't want it to have direct access, but I will say that like most people paying don't go the PayPal route. They go through one of like the major credit cards, which just again goes into the Shopify system and hands it like over, straight over to my bank account. I trust Shopify to have my bank account information. Um, if I'm selling in person, it's literally only two things. Well, technically i guess third like technically they could technically if they wanted to i could have a listing and they could buy it through the website but i don't really do that it's really just venmo and cash and i have been to like multiple markets at this point and all the people around me have had a lot of other ways and that's great for them i love that for them they take credit cards you swipe them all that stuff that's wonderful for them i've been like either you can scan that Venmo right there and send me the money and I'll hand you this candle once I see the money come through or you can hand that man right there John some cash and he will count it and give you the change you need and I don't do anything else because I just don't want to I I just truly don't and honestly I still sell out every time so it just goes to show you you can decide how you want to take the money and there's a lot of people that are going to be like well that's that's not nice like you should take credit cards to be more accommodating or whatever but I'm just like listen who can't use Venmo Venmo is so easy to use Um, And I use Venmo like to pay a lot of other people as well, like a lot of other um, small business owners. For example, if you want to buy popcorn from Major, you can send her money through through Venmo. Um, And that's what I do. And I keep going and buying all the popcorn in the world. So it's like, yeah, it's just simple. It's easy. So just find what works for you, but make sure that you're not having to go 
hunt down the money in so many places that you're leaving money in accounts that you don't even like know about. Um, and make sure there's just like a system that works well for you and also pay attention to fees because they're not all the same. So if you're using Zelle or if you're using, you know, whatever, like different things are going to have different, um, you yeah, know, different amounts fees. that you're paying. Mm-hmm. And pe- yeah, people don't look at that. And it's like, when you go to then transfer your money, it's like, Oh, like it, it's going to take some money out. So you have to make those decisions on like, what's going to work best for you. I'm not a huge fan of PayPal fees. I would actually not mind like not offering PayPal, but I, I'm being nice and I'm offering it for the time being. We'll see. You're I'm a kind human. Um, yeah, well, I might change my mind, but I'm just saying it's like, you know, a lot of places have bananas fees. So just, you know, keep it, keep track of what your actual fees are. And then also know like, what are your income sources? Because mm-hmm. you might just be like, oh, well, I'm a photographer. Okay, great. Well, are you getting money from your sessions? Are you getting money from selling prints? Like, are you, you know what I mean? Like find out what it is where the money is actually coming in. If you're a coach, are those mon- is that money coming in from like coaching sessions? Is it coming in from when you do workshops? Like where, where's the different money coming in and make sure that you know, like each of those things is labeled. Even yeah. if it's something that you don't do all the time, you just want to know, you don't want it just all coming in at random. Um, you want to know like where the different things are. Like, you know, I'm starting to sell like wax melts. And if I... I'm selling wax melts and let's say wax melts do way better than candles. I would want to be aware of what those different numbers are, you know? Um, so just make sure that you're aware of like what the different income sources are and what's actually bringing in what, because you don't want to be out here pushing one service or product a ton. And that's actually not the one you might think that like, Oh, this is my favorite, but it might not actually be uh, the one that people are responding to. People love my vanilla candle more than anything. That is not my favorite candle, but that's what people people love, love vanilla and cinnamon. I love that for them. They're wrong, but I love that for them. They're, um. I agree. I'm like <laughs> to me, my favorite scent is probably Black Lives Matter. It's like it, you know, it has like truly black is a top it's so tier. Good. It's a top it's, tier it's top sis. Tier. She's really it great. Is. And it is, and but you know what? I feel like it's a candle for people that are candle people. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like if you're a big hardcore candle person. That's a scent that you're not going to find everywhere that you're going to be like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, she's cute. But the, um, whatchamacallit, the one that's like the vanilla one is the one that people go bananas over. Like, I never keep it in the shop for more than a day every time I list it. So, but I'm like, whatever, let the people have what they want. I'm still going to put the other stuff there too. And it does well, but that is the my best selling handle, you know? Yeah. So oh. you got to keep track of that stuff. Pro tip that I do for trying to delegate the different income sources is that we have uh, dedicated job numbers for the different things that we do, our different services and different places where we make income. And so as we get payments, collect payments, put information back into the accounting system, we job those things out under those that income code. And that's just something from working in it as an admin <laughs> at business. This is what businesses do. So if you have not figured that out for yourself, I definitely recommend doing that. And ours is just like a six digit. The beginning numbers have different numbers just so we know when I'm looking at the report, I can be like, okay, this amount went to this thing. I can categorize uh-huh. that in that job number, that job area, et cetera. So that way I know what's doing well, what's not. So that's how we uh, identify what s- services we stop offering. <laughs> like we're like, we're not going to do this thing if we only had one job doing this one thing, you know what I mean? Or if this product didn't sell, I'm not going to keep selling this product because nobody's buying it, you know? So it's also yeah. just a way to be smarter about what you're doing. Um, but the thing that you can also be doing right now and should be doing is determining your fixed costs. So you need to know how much money you're spending 
monthly, weekly on certain things that are recurring payment items. So all of us pretty much have gotten accustomed to the software as a service life. We are pretty much all using at least one software service to utilize our business that we pay for uh, weekly or monthly, whether that be your domain name, whether that be your hosting, whether that be like for us, we have SoundCloud that we pay for our podcast hosting as an Mm -hmm. example, that type of thing. So I know how much it costs monthly for us to utilize this podcast as a business. That's how much I know how much it is. You should be able to know how much you are paying out in different services and being able to put those things down so you can budget appropriately for them. So if you know at the end of the day, if you can afford not to make anything yourself to pay yourself, but to just cover your services, you know what that bottom line number is that you need to make at least X every month. Yeah, That's pretty much what that means. Yeah, and I think almost for every business, it's going to be at least something to do with your website. You know, like for me, it's like hosting domain and there's like, I pay these people to like go look at it, I guess, every month and make sure everything's not falling apart. Um, (laughs) So, because I just don't want to do that. And then if it does fall apart, then they have to fix it. Um, But yeah, so those little fees that like, at this point, I just don't even think about. Like, it's just like, I know that that's the price to play basically. Um, so those are just always going to be there no matter what your phone is probably one of those internet is probably one of those. Um, so those are things that you're going to be, you know, paying for regardless and you know that you're going to be paying for it. Um, and just having that already in there as a part of your budget. And again, when you're budgeting for your home as well, like when you're budgeting for your life, that is also something to do, (laughs) like make sure that, you know, like, okay, like my, you know, my car payment is this utilities is this. You know, my Netflix account, even those little things, those add up. When you have, once you have Netflix, Hulu, Disney HBO Plus, Max. and HBO Max, like that's, you know, those add up to be some big bills. That's so like 30 or 40 you write, right there. Exactly. <laughs> Depending you write on your... all of that down and make sure that you actually know what those determined fixed costs are in your own life too, because that, that matters. And that, that tells you how much that you want to need to make. Cause there's a certain amount that you need to make to like live your life the way that you like to live it as a human. And there's also a certain amount of, that you need to spend to run your business the way that you like to run your business. So those are two like really different numbers. Um, and you really want to know both of those when you're building your budget for your business. Yep, definitely. Um, the other thing, obviously, you obviously have your fixed costs and things that happen every month, but you also have variable costs and you need to make sure that you're writing those down and know what those are as they come up. So if yeah. your website goes down and you need to hire a contractor to come in and kind of fix what happened, that's a variable that you weren't expecting. But having an idea of how much those variables are and different things also. And if you have a product-based business, like, yeah. I feel like it, it supplies you know, for, up and down. It's, it's, it really is. So it's like, number one, like I buy my, like I buy like my jars and such from uh, obviously another person. I don't make the jars. So that can change like just the price of that can change and that's something i have to be like aware of like it could change throughout the year um but also it's like i need different amounts at different times so as we get closer to the end of the year i like like fall time and probably like end of summer i am spending a lot of money on supplies because i am 
getting all my supplies up for the fall and mm-hmm. winter season. So it's like what I'm spending then is very different than what I'm spending now that we're kind of coming off of that season. We're in late January. Yes, I'm going to do, you know, some spring drops and things like that, but it's not the same inventory level. Like I know that I'm going to make a majority of my money in fall and winter season. So it's just, I'm not going to spend the same amount. Um, so those are variables that yes, I do purchase something to do with candle production every month, but it varies from month to month what I'm going to spend. There are certain things that it's just like, Oh, you just like, once I'm running late, like low on it, like, um, wicks and stuff. Okay. Then I need to re up cause I'm running low on the wick, but you know, certain things like jars, I really need to think ahead and be like, okay, I need to order like this many boxes or whatever. Um, so know what those costs are going to be because they change month for month and you know, you're going to need to spend the money, but you just don't always yeah. know how much. And a great example of that, honestly, for a home is your power bill. Because sometimes your power bill is like, oh, I'm not that much. And other times it's like, oh, I'm a ton. And that can, depending on where you live, like if you're in Florida, you are going to probably run your AC throughout the summer and you're probably going to run it a lot. So your bill's going to be higher. If you're living up north or Midwest, whatever, you're probably going to make sure that you have the heat on during the winter. And so that bill is going to go up and maybe during the summer months you have your windows open. You don't have to worry about putting anything else on because it's nice out. So like right now I don't have anything on because the weather's gorgeous outside. Mm-hmm. It's like, what, what is it? Like 60? Something like, a, I don't know. A 73. Know. It's magical. What a good. Oh, it went, up, it went up, but yeah, it's been like, you know, 50, it was like 50 or 60 this morning. Yeah. It's been beautiful. So, you know, we have like our windows cracked and, you know, we're not turning any, AC on or anything like that. Um, so our bill will probably be lower this month. So just thinking about things like that. And again, if you, if you run a, um, you know, like a storefront, you, you know, stuff like that is going to vary as well. Um, also if you have employees and you need to do certain things to them, if you're having your employees come in, you're, you know, paying for their PPE, which if you were having employees coming in, you should be doing, um, if you're just having like busier seasons or more employees in, well, then you're going to be like paying more, you know, during certain months than Mm -hmm. others. So just kind of, you know, knowing those things that are going to, okay, yes, we're all like Starbucks is always going to have to buy cups, but I guarantee you that they buy more cups. They have more cups in production in like November, December, (laughs) you know, pumpkins, once pumpkin season hits, like it's, they got lots of cups, right? Like they actually got a lot of cups now, but once pumpkin spice season hits, the cups are probably out of control and their cup budget is probably much higher. (laughs) So not the cup budget. (laughs) It's mainly for forecasting. And this is what we mean when we budget. You can make smart budgeting choices by knowing how much money you spent on things in the past, because there is a pattern that starts to occur, even with variable costs. So if you know that like your car repair on your tires, which you don't really like know when you can need new tires, it depends on how much you're driving, et cetera, but you have an idea how much it costs so you can plan for that and around mm-hmm. the next time that you need it you have the money set aside to do that thing so that's yeah. why it's important to know those variable costs like packaging and shipping things especially for those of us who ship it's good to know have an idea yes so you know in your busy season how much you're spending yes, on shipping that because changes that changes lot. often and you can't yeah. really pinpoint you can be smart and estimate so you can be a little bit mm-hmm. over so that way you have enough padding so when you do need to do that shipping and go to that mad shipping rush, 
you have enough money and you're not like as well up the creek and also losing money on your sales because then you start to lose money if you don't have money set aside for the shipping and your pricing isn't right so if you need to reprice your product so that way you're covering your shipping budget and you're making money still and you're still in a profit versus a loss and i don't think people think about that they're like excited to sell products and they're excited to do this thing but you need to know your cpi your cost per item and how much that takes out so that way you can make a profit on your sales when you're putting together your um retail pricing so just things to think about um um okay so with one-time spending, you know, it's something that you're not necessarily going to be getting every so, like, you're not going to get it every year. You're not going to definitely not get it every month. Um, so a good example of that would be a computer, depending on, like, what you do. Um, like, let's say that you are, you know, a real estate agent. You just got into that field. Uh, you're going to probably buy yourself, like, a nice computer, and it's probably going to last for, like, at least five years. It's not going to be something that you need to continue going back and getting all the time. Um, even like, you know, again, if you're a photographer, like getting a really upgraded high-end camera, not something that you're going to have to get every single year. You're not going to be getting that all the time. So I think of that more of just kind of like one-time spending. And that is normally something that you can predict pretty decently. Um, obviously, like it's smart to consider that you'll, I would say like, okay, I should have known that I would need a new computer, right? Mm. Like when, I should have known <laughs> Like to me, I was like, yeah, I'm good. Like I'll just put no, like I should have known. So in my mind, I was shocked in spring of 2020, but realistically, like you and Ben had both been telling me for quite some time, like, please put this computer out to pasture. This computer is done. But I also didn't like the, I think that it was, I don't know. It was very old. I can't remember how old it was. It was probably, it was probably like a decade she was old, a if not more. <laughs> yeah. Like she was old. Like she was up there. Um, and so, cause I think that that was like my first ever Mac. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Like, I don't, I don't think that cause <laughs> I had a PC, like when I started, right. um, and I still edited with my PC, like I had my PC to edit and everything. So I had a huge editing, but as far as like my laptop, that was my first lap Mac top, I think. So I, I probably got that in like 2010 or 2012, somewhere in that like time frame. And I remember, like, even having, like, Nick, like, put things on Melissa's to make hers, like, live longer. And I was like, should I just do that? Mm -hmm. And you were like, no. Like, it's been too long. Like, you just – it's past that time. Like, you just need to be done. Um, So I literally, like, rode that train until it died. Um, But, again, that's something that it wasn't – it it sucked because I just wanted my computer to not – I didn't want to have to, like, go through the process of – you know, getting certain things off of it because I hadn't backed it up. Uh, and that was literally just on me. But as far as the price, I was fine because I knew like this is something that you're going to have to buy, even if you're putting it off. Um, so, yeah, things like that that you're not going to be buying, you know, more than once every few years. Just kind of like know and be aware. Every so often you'll have to, you know, replace bigger ticket items, um, you know, depending on what it is that you do. Um, and again, those things they're more expensive, but you don't have to do it all the time. So it's, it's not the end of the world. Uh, when people are taking out loans and such to start businesses or when they're starting a particular business and saving a certain amount before they open said business, a lot of times some of these items will be purchased at the beginning. And then again, they won't be purchased for another five years, 10 years, etc. Like I think about how we had Amanda on, you know, at the end of last year and she obviously had to invest in like, I don't even know what you call it, but whatever she uses to get the pigment from yeah, the pigment the to machine. your face. 
like, yeah, that machine, like, you know, like it's like, you know, tattoo artists use like a similar type of thing. And so it's like, that's got to be something that's expensive, but I highly doubt that she's buying it every year, you know, or even every other year. Um, so those types of purchases, you know, if, if you're going into that particular field, that's something you're going to have to buy. Um, so yeah, just kind of looking out for those purchases, planning for those purchases, um, so that, and, and planning to replace them when the time comes, whether that be five years, 10 years, et cetera, just so that you're not surprised when that happens and you're not like caught off guard. Um, but those are super important to add into your budget. And, and a lot of people will say like, okay, I'm going to, you know, replace my camera body every however many years, depending on how many, honestly, depending on how many frames you've taken and how much work you do. So all of that, again, all of that comes back because it's like, if you know that you're doing, a, you know, a hundred portrait sessions a year, then you have an idea of how many frames you've taken. And so you can, from there, calculate how long your camera body is going to last and therefore know when you're probably going to have to replace it. So that's why it's so important to track everything from, you know, what are your income sources to what are your fixed costs to your variable costs and your one-time spending. Yeah. And when you put those all together, that is the magic of having a budget. Just the magic. But also a good thing to help with that is also just pay attention to the cost of things. I think this happens a lot. It's, it's happening right now with clients and printing things and people are asking for things to be printed and they're all like, I didn't know it cost this much and da, 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 or I didn't know IMAX cost that much. Just pay attention to how much things cost. Like that will save you a headache and a heartache at the end of the day. Because if you save up and it's not enough and you're like, oh, things have gotten so much more expensive. No, you just weren't paying attention. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yep. of course, prices have gone up. We are in a panorama supply issues have been out of the wazoo there is no labor people are not willing to pay livable wages so they're losing employees like that these are all the things that are going into the reasons why there's an increase in price but for people to say that they're like shocked every time like i don't understand because this news has been the news for the past two and a half years like just pay attention to what's happening and write things down and so if you know you use a certain type of lens or you're looking to upgrade your lenses just keep an eye out on how much those lenses cost so when you're saving up you can save that the amount that you're needed and not when you absolutely need this lens you're like oh no i'm out of you know i don't have the money to do it or i'm trying to get another project to pay for it you know it just becomes real sketchy just be smart about your money yes planning i know like making a budget can seem scary at first but like honestly when you have a plan it's going to make things less scary <laughs> like because you're actually going to know what's going on and you won't just be like flying by the seat of your pants hoping that you make enough money like you know you don't have to do all that like you can actually look and make some smart predictions and make some smart plans um, and you can use different softwares to help you there's so many different ones out there I use QuickBooks um, I know a lot of people use zero accounting mm -hmm. um, XERO that's like a really good one as well magical there's different different ones are going to work for depending on like you know how, what are do you work with clients do you work with customers is it high volume um, is it not do you need like stuff that's going to give reports to the IRS or whatever it is so it's like go ahead and check out some different ones depending on your personal business. Uh, but they're a very, very good investment. I would say that is definitely a fixed cost that you should be willing to spend on. Um, and of course it's great to like, when you're, when you're first figuring it out, go ahead and, and go and open a document and kind of like, you know, write out your budget and just kind of figure things out. But yeah, go ahead and transfer that stuff into a software system to kind of make your life easier so that 
you just build that system out and you're not having to like check in day to day on, on money. Cause that was for me for a long time. I think I avoided it. Cause I was like, I don't want to deal with numbers every day. Yuck. But <laughs> if you set it up and you set the system up, you're really not, it's not, it's not, you're not doing math all day long. Let me promise you. It's fine. It does it for you. Um, so definitely look into getting yourself a system and making yourself a budget this year. If you have not done it, this is the year to do it. If you already have a budget, make sure that you're doing all of these things, check off all those tips and make sure that you're reviewing yearly to make sure that you can make predictions for the year ahead and you can keep leveling up and paying yourself more at the end of the day. Like it's, you know, we, we work to make money, right? I mean, we unfortunately live in a capitalistic society where we have to. So it's completely okay for you to say, I would actually like to make some more money than last year, or maybe spend differently so that I can have, you know, more money and pay myself more and just be able to take care, better care of myself that way. So definitely uh, make sure that you're doing this at least yearly, making a new budget for the upcoming year. Absolutely. Well, I think that is all the tips we have as per usual. You can check us out on social, Instagram, backslash Heart and Hustle podcast. We're on Twitter, Heart Hustle pod. Uh, just tell us all the things you're doing, what you're up to, and we love to interact. So don't be shy. Slide into the DMs. Let us know what's going on. And we and if you're a black business and you want to be highlighted next month, definitely be sure to slide into our DMs and tell us because it's Black History Month. We're going to be highlighting businesses all month. All month so long. we can't highlight you if we don't know you we exist. We need to know There's you so exist. Also, we want to spend money where there. your businesses Exa- are. So. That's a, yes. Like I plan to spend a lot of money next month on black-owned businesses. So yes, let us know because we can't support you if we don't know about you. There's so many people that are creating great things. We were talking about this off air just, you know, beforehand and like people will create stuff and then be like, I'm not going to tell you about it. Well, we have to know in order to buy, like you have to tell people about your product and your service over and over and over again, because there's a lot of noise on the internet. So tell us, tell us again, tell other people, but yes, jump into our slide into our DMS um, on Insta and let us know about your black owned business because we would love to highlight you and possibly purchase from you as well. So looking forward to doing that next month. Awesome. Well, we will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for showing up and have a good week. Bye. Bye.